breaking news from The Athletic. This is Derek Van Riper and Will Salmon from The Athletic with breaking news. The Milwaukee Brewers have added an outfielder with the signing of Jackie Bradley Jr. Will, what do we know about the terms of the deal? Well, the deal is for two years, $24 million with an opt-out after this season. At that price tag, you would assume that Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to be a fixture in their outfield, which is now much more crowded than it was, say, 24 hours ago. Because in addition to Jackie Bradley Jr., they have, of course, Lorenzo Kane, who could play center field, Avisel Garcia, who was slated to play right field, and, of course, Christian Yelich in left field. So it's, it's a strong outfield that got stronger with the presence of Jackie Bradley Jr. for the two-year deal. And it remains to be seen what exactly it means as far as projected at best and where it all lines up in the outfield and in the lineup. But the Brewers are a better team with his presence. Too much depth is a good problem to have. You think back to the shortened season after Lorenzo Cain opted out. The Brewers were really exposed defensively in center field without Kane. Avisail Garcia played there a lot, but it, it was a clear downgrade defensively once they made that adjustment. And as we know, a lot of times these issues work themselves out over the course of a full season, you know, with players picking up injuries and performances taking a step back. No doubt. And my biggest concern, or one of my biggest concerns for the Brewers this season was the fact of them just being so reliant on bounce back candidates and sure the numbers point to a lot of those perhaps working out but how much can, how much can you realistically rely on that and say you're going to be a playoff team or be a consistent winner throughout 162 games lorenzo kane for me i think that he has a good chance to post some solid numbers but after pretty much taking an entire year off in 2020 and then after sort of um, an injury plague 2019, a legitimate question is what can you expect from him? And he's going to turn 35 in April, and, and he already has not played a game in spring training yet. So the Brewers were going to be slow with him regardless. And you're right, Derek. When he needed a day off, right now the plan was play Abiesel Garcia in center field. Okay, that's great. But then who do you play in right field? Um, the options were somebody like a Billy McKinney or – maybe Derek Fisher uh, or Tyrone Taylor. And those guys, sure, they may have potential, but they are either inexperienced or have failed to produce at the major league level or a combination of both. And so here with Bradley, I don't know exactly, like I said earlier, if it's going to be a Yelich bradley Kane or Yelich bradley garcia or, or some other combination. And I'm sure that will change depending on who's pitching and who's going hot or whatever. Uh, but definitely this is something that boosts their their defense dramatically and also improves their depth, like you said. I think we're going to see a pretty fluid lineup card from this team most days. And look, Kane's 35 years old in April, so getting him regular days off absolutely makes a lot of sense. And you look at this team overall, Colton Wong was signed uh, earlier this offseason, defensive improvements have been made, and I think that's going to pay off in a big way, really, for these Brewers pitchers. You can just imagine them getting a lot more mileage out of their pitching staff with a well-above-average defense now behind that group. Totally agree, Derek. And it's funny because right after the season, in David Stearns' sort of postseason press conference over Zoom with the media, he was adamant about, hey, we need to be better offensively. And that was clear, right? Anybody who watched this team in 2020 could have told you that. But what's funny now is that 
they pivoted at, at a certain point in the offseason. They said to themselves, look, for whatever the reason is, maybe the, the market just isn't there for us. Maybe the options just aren't good enough that we believe in them to, to really dramatically change our offense anyway. At some point along the offseason, they pivoted to defense. They acquired, they, they signed Colton Wong, incredibly, an incredible improvement on the right side of the infield. They moved Kesson here to first base. They were already set pretty well with Lorenzo Kane in center field. But like we said earlier, how much can you depend on him? What does he have for this season? We don't know. And so instead of saying, let's try, let's let, and like, let's hope. No, like let's, let's double down. Let's double down on this investment of defensive and pitching and insert Jackie Bradley Jr. there. And I like that move because of it. That's my main reason for liking the move, I should say. Uh, because like you said, Derek, their pitching staff, and sure, Christian Yelich is a superstar in baseball, but their pitching staff is the strength of their team. Um, from, the, from their starting rotation, which is pretty solid, to their, to their bullpen, which has the potential to be excellent and one of the top bullpens in baseball. And now they have a defense behind them ready to make plays and ready to make that even, even more of a strength. Now, the addition of Bradley makes things tight on the bottom of the roster. Players like Billy McKinney, Derek Fisher, Tyrone Taylor, they all seem more likely to end up back at the alternate site, possibly at AAA once the AAA season gets underway in May. But thinking about one other player that might be impacted by the Bradley signing, Ryan Braun comes to mind. The chances of the Brewers having a reunion at some point this season with Braun appear to be dwindling with the addition of Bradley making this roster a lot more crowded. I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I frankly don't see it happening right this moment. Could that change? Sure. I mean, could he, could he decide maybe a month from now or two months from now, whatever, if an injury occurs or another reason arises that it's time to, it's time to start playing again? I guess it's conceivable. It could happen. But right now, I just don't look at it as something that's in the cards right now for the Brewers, especially after what he, what he shared about a month ago or right before the start of spring training saying that he was not even interested in playing right now. So I thought that told you all you needed to know about what his mindset was. And, and frankly, you mentioned a couple of names within the outfielders, but and the, and the DH situation. I also, I mean, this is a move that you're adding another quality player to the, to the active roster. So that means that somebody's going to lose a job. Um, for that active spot. And I, I also look at somebody like a Daniel Vogelback for, as somebody that, that could be impacted by this and, and the idea that there won't be a DH. So this move has a lot of different um, impacts or, and, and effects on several different players on this roster when you really look at it. All in all, another gold glove outfielder in Milwaukee, a much improved defensive team and one that some projection systems like to win the NL Central Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics headline section for much more on this story from Will. And to get access to all of the Athletics' great sports coverage, go to theathletic.com slash headline pod and subscribe for just $3.99 a month to start. 